What's up? <laughs> I am dazed and confused. Um, are you here in Colorado? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, for hey, some reason, I thought I, you were in Cali. No, I can I can be anywhere now. This that app, yeah, I can be anywhere. Sweet. I can be anywhere. Well, happy Happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I... happy Happy birthday. <laughs> the big five zero. Hey, you know what? As you've heard me say it, it's better. That it is great. It's better than being on a in a framed picture on somebody's wall and they're talking about how great you used to be or, and they wonder, you know, what you might've done in the world. It's better to have gotten there. Oh, Being 19 I'm, forever. I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating it. It's um, in some cultures, it is, uh, it's a beautiful thing. You, you know, you've got some wisdom somebody to be respected and appreciated and in other places you're just an old bag you know no um, i think it's it's always a, it, it's appreciated everywhere the only place is not so. appreciated is when you're when you're around young people because <laughs> when we were young right and you're hanging around 50 year old people damn yo ass oh the ma you you old there's no right. l in there just owed you owed. oh <laughs> Yeah, you know, hey, I uh, movie theaters. It was it was a quarter to watch movies back. Man, nobody don't want to hear that old man. Shut up, and y'all, you know, y'all didn't even have color TV. Whatever, whatever, man. Y'all didn't, you know. We we got remotes, remote controls, and we got apps, and we can, you know, we can do whatever we want to do now. So, but yeah, and then some of these people will eventually hit fifty, and you know. It is start the cycle. Well, that and and the cycle. Hey, you know, I we we didn't have uh, you know uh, little space flying cars, right? Flying cars and (laughs) and little prompters that that little little space travel and little things that can drop you off and you know just like (laughs) like the Jetsons. Yeah, you walk into one spot and you just teleport. You know, we didn't we didn't have teleporters when I was a little kid. We had to walk. <laughs> you know, we we had electric cars. Like whatever, old man. That's whatever, dude. We had apps. Uh, yeah. I have a parking lot patty story. Really? I was just like, oh Lord. Oh why? Oh why? I wish I never would have seen it. I wish I never yeah. would have heard it. Let's hear it. So the hippie and I go to breakfast this morning. Takes me for my birthday breakfast. And I'm like, something's going on at the table across from us. And I can't help it. I'm sitting right there. So I'm listening. And somebody had parked in a, it, it wasn't a parking lot. It, it was a parking, it wasn't a parking anything. They just have, I guess they just happened to park there. And I guess this woman did not appreciate that because she had to walk a few blocks so they get the server and she's she's like I don't think she's supposed to I don't think he's supposed to park right there and I'm just sitting there like eat your fucking breakfast and just you know mind your goddamn business mind it the server takes her outside
right to point out who it was. And she comes back and she has the nerve, the nerve to, to look at her husband and go and say, I, I don't mean to be so nosy. And I'm just like, you don't mean to be so nosy. You actually call somebody over. You make sure that they know who it is and get him to move his car. Yeah. Why do you care? That is pure. That that is part of her DNA. I said. Th- I said this woman ain't got no job. I'll tell you that. I go. I just looking at her. I said, and the way she was dressed. I said, you ain't got it. You don't have a goddamn thing to do. You don't. You don't. You have nothing better to do with your life, and that's a real damn shame. Over a parking spot. Over you know. I don't. He's not supposed to park there. None of your business. In, you're in this beautiful restaurant, you know, very nice. Enjoy it. Where'd and you guys if go? Car got, if that car got towed, none of your bit that would have been on him. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you guys go eat? Well, I don't want to say. Why not? Well, it's free, free advertising. We went, well, we, we went to, it's a, a Creole Louisiana restaurant. We went to Lucille's. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. And it's, but, just, yeah, it's that... beautiful, it's quaint, it's, you know, this this really cool Cajun food and the awesome coffee and, and, the, and the napkin. Have you ever been there? Have you ever no. been to those? The napkins are like, they just like cut rags, they just like cut these beautiful rags. They're like not even hemmed or nothing. But that's mm-hmm. what makes it so quaint is that like nothing matches and the food is phenomenal. <laughs> And she's Better than worried movies? about this dude and where he parked. Of course. Entitlement. Entitlement. I, I just I was just like really uh, and she was she was an old, a little older lady. Um and I was just like, You you don't have a job, you ain't got nothing to do. You know. And like I said, it would it would have been that man's own fault if he would have been towed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just 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 leave who, shit alone. If there was a kid in the car different story who would have told him different story who would have told his car if nobody was bitching about it thank you <clears throat> right i mean it but it, it it's those people man that just sit there and how dare you you know do it's like the world is there for them and it's not well to say i don't i don't mean to be nosy and i'm just like yeah you did you purposely dragged the waitress over to tell her. Yeah. You don't mean to well, be but... no. You, you you love being nosy. Not paying enough attention to you. Like you, it does. That doesn't matter. That's just that's just who she is. But whenever someone prefaces something, it. yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's probably been, like, he's damn, been worn down. He's been I, worn down and beaten down. Just let her do what I'm she just, wants to do. I'm just writing this out. But whenever someone prefaces something. <laughs> Whenever someone prefaces something, the preface, that's, I don't mean it, I, I'm, I'm not racist. You can expect but. something racist to come out the mouth. <laughs> I, I got nothing against gays. You can expect something that is anti-gay to come out of their mouth. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it just, you don't have to preface it. Just say it. Because <sighs> prefacing, prefacing only brings more attention to what you're about to say because you acknowledge that what you're about to say 
is going to be whatever you're trying to say is not. Right. It's I'm like trying... an excuse. It's right. like, I'm not a bad person, but right. this. And you're like, okay, that would kind of go with being a bad person. And I'm That's not like saying me. what she did made her a bad person. I'm saying she was parking lot bad. Right. I mean, that's that's like me being, you know, going somewhere and this lady puts her boobs in my face and I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to be a perv, but you got some nice boobs. Like, <laughs> I mean, you whatever you purpose. You can't put somebody's neck from behind and not expect No. <laughs> not, not I behind. so hard when you told me that. If you remember, you told me that story and I was in tears. <clears throat> it's classic. Tears. Of somebody's somebody's boobs on you. <laughs> I'm telling, you, but you know, and if you know, if if I but if I say something about it or point it out or you know, if there's a I, I'm the one with the problem, right? Well, if you would have been the if you would have been the other way around and you placed something on her yeah. neck, it would would have went to hell. Right. It, you know. It, <laughs> but people, I swear, it's just oh my god! It, I hate I hate those kind of people. I don't mean to be nosy, or or they think the whole world is, dude. You're you're, and I, I tell people this all the time. Listen, there are eight billion people on this planet. <clears throat> Basically, we are all a grain of uh, sand. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. and listen, if. Anybody dies, guess what? There is somebody right there waiting to fill your spot, whether at work, in social circles, whatever. You get you're married, you die, your spouse is probably gonna replace you and then find somebody else who they never thought would give them whatever whatever you used to give them. You die at work. It's true. Your job is they are filling your spot. Hey Jenkins. You now doing what Brown used to do. I don't know what Brown used to do. I don't care. You doing it until we fill somebody, fill that spot. And guess what? In two, three weeks, your spot's going to be filled. We're all replaceable. Everybody. Everybody. Right. Which means that nobody is more special than anybody else. Especially the yeah. people that have never done nothing in their life. I'm like, really? Your biggest accomplish- accomplishment is wiping your ass. Right. So don't, don't come here with thinking you're all that. Because right. what, what have you done? Hey. What have you done? Hey, when uh, the most famous man on the planet <laughs> just died, guess what? The earth didn't skip and my bills are still due. Sun's and I had to go. Tomorrow. Right. And I had to go to work. And then when the second famous musician died we had a freaking recall so i had to go home i was there 23 and a half hours had to go to sleep for three hours woke up <laughs> there's like there's a report uh there's a, a police are investigating the death at prince's estate and i looked i'm like i don't see anyone saying he's not dead damn prince just died so i text my sister i'm like i think prince is dead she's like nah it's probably someone no because his publicist will be screaming at the top of his lungs that Prince is okay. Yeah, Prince is fine. Somebody else died. It, <laughs> I don't know who it was, but Prince is fine. The fact that the publicist wasn't saying anything, oh, Prince dead. Well, I said, or Prince, oh. hey, I'm right here. I'm, I'm, not, I'm right here. Yeah, right. I'm here, buddy. I'm here. Yeah, hey, 
I mean, it, like <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, you know, Prince Prince wasn't at home, and you know. But anyways, yeah. So you're you're these people crack me up because they think that they're important. Okay, you have this great title at work. Okay, you know, you got all these boyfriends and girlfriends. Okay, guess what? You die, you're gonna get replaced. No one is gonna sit there and cry for six months and say, "Oh, I can't replace him." And, and your spot at work doesn't get replaced for six months, or the people that you used to hang out with um, aren't, aren't going to replace you, which is why me personally, we talked about this last week. If I see some domestic violence stuff happening, I'll call the cops, but I'm not getting involved because I'm not going to get killed. And if she turn around and start, you know, defending the dude, well, the other guy, he was getting all aggressive and, and Bobby had to defend himself. Chick, I came there to defend you. Uh-uh. Yeah, you're screaming at the top of your lungs trying yeah. to kill me. Yeah, my, my, my now mama. Now you don't even care. Yeah, I got to live for my mama. Well, it's always those two or three days after and everything's calmed down and he didn't mean it and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Right. Yeah, he and, did. Right. He, well, I mean, I'll give it to her. Hey, he didn't mean it. So I'm, he don't mean it right now. So I'm not going to jump into this. The boy I'm that gonna let y'all. Holes. Yeah, I'm going to let y'all worry about that yourself. That's just how well, I roll. I was going to tell you about my mountain experience that I did Saturday. I was just about to ask you about that. I almost died. Really? There's a lot of snow. I, so we get up, we leave at 4.30 in the morning and everything's great. Everything's wonderful. That's blue outside. We're like, this is the perfect day to go do a 14er. Life is good. How exciting. About an hour and a half into the hike, I was like, uh, what the hell am I doing? I, (laughs) what, what? who what and i i don't i don't understand what's going on right now hey for and those that don't know she climbed the mountains <laughs> up here like 14,000 feet so when she says 14er she's talking about being 14,000 feet above sea level we're already like 14, what five yeah so she 14, went an extra 000, nine 14,200 yeah. some feet and we take so I'm with Mountain Man, and we talked about Mountain Man because you, mm-hmm. you got into it a couple, <laughs> couple of um, uh, couple episodes times. ago. We talked about that, but he's my Mountain Man, and I don't go nowhere without him. So it's me, my son, and Mountain Man, and we stop to rest because I can't see the top. Like what you think is the top is never the top, never. <laughs> right? And so I don't ask. I never ask at the top because. So we start, we take a little break, about 20 minute break. I eat a half a sandwich, drink some water. All right, let's go. Boss, I take 15 steps in knee high snow. And I turn around and I look at Mountain Man and I said, oh no, I I can't, I I can't do this. (laughs) And he's like, you want to turn around? And I look back at the mountain and I just start going again. And I'm sure he was just like, oh, I guess she wants to keep going. So uh, there, I was count. It was, and then it started whiteout conditions. Really? You can't see nothing. Was it because nothing. of the wind? Yes. Ooh. So between the winds, you can't see 
knee-high snow that you, I mean, you have to pick up your feet, you're digging with your poles, you have to stop every so many, you count. There was times I could do 100 steps, there was times I could only do five steps. Wow. Because your heart is just jumping out of your chest because you're exhausted. I have never, ever been so tired in my life. And I was like, <laughs> I, I would start crying. I was so ex- I would start crying. Well, my son was like, Mom, I'm going to go ahead and go up. And I'm like, go. I- I'm just, you know, so he goes up. And the next thing I know, he's coming back down towards me. He goes, I came, I saw, I conquered. And he is exhausted. And he just keeps walking. And I'm like, okay, I guess we'll see you at the bottom. <laughs> he's like, Mom, you're almost there. And almost like if it was straight you flat that's mm-hmm. that's you're almost there but when somebody says you're almost there you're talking another half hour 45 minutes to, to go a quarter mile Ooh. it was straight uh, i mean i've just like i just said i never ever ever thought i could i, I just i cried i quit three times I'm like i'm done Joe. i'm done i'm done i can't do this i, I i'm no i'm not doing it and then i'd sit and i'd rest a little bit and then i keep going so we get to the top. You can't see nothing because, like I said, it's whiteout conditions, and I'm just sitting up there, and I'm just going. Well, before I got to the very, because there's you get to the top, and it's like a rooftop. You're just like because my first one was flat on the top, uh-huh. so you could just walk across. And this was September though, but this is May, and it was like a rooftop, and I was, and only one person can go at a time. What? And you're you're sink yeah. Yeah, one person can go at a time because it's that steep. Plus, you're you're in, sn- in knee deep snow, and I was like, "This is it. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna cause an avalanche, and I'm going to die. Please <laughs> let me just bang my head, or you know, uh, please let me die before I wake up and I'm in in the snow. I'm like all these. I'm gonna get pushed off by the wind, and she's dead. You know, and yeah. people are gonna be like, "Well, she died doing what she loved," or that's what she gets for doing a 14 or under. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if that's what you love, but. I had to challenge myself, boss. Yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. I cried. And then at one point on the way down, I am not joking when I tell you this. I fell between 20 and 25 times. I fell forward. I fell backwards. I fell sideways. I rolled. That's how steep it was. And then the snow gets slick from people walking on it yeah and it was so steep and at one point i sat on the snow and i took my poles and i pushed myself down a little hill i just slid down on my on my butt (laughs) trying to get down and at one point i got stuck my leg got stuck in the snow i sank and i had one leg above the ground and one leg that was they had to dig me out yeah mountain man was telling me about that you know how they say um you know, the people that die are the ones that I'm going to die because I panic. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, I, I can't. I, this is not funny. I can't get my foot out. <laughs> and they're just looking at me like, it's going to be OK. And I'm like, yes, I can't get my foot out. So they're starting to dig my leg out. And I've never been so happy in my life to see a parking lot. Never. Never. Somebody I was bet. playing music in the parking lot. And so I'm looking through the trees like, where is this parking lot? I can hear the music, but sound travels. Yeah. And you just, I, we just kept walking and walking and, and I was just like, I, 
And when we got done, Boz, uh, my son and I, well, he he did not go all the way back to the car when he started his way down. He mm-hmm. got into whiteout conditions and he couldn't see. So he just stayed put. Mm-hmm. And when it cleared a little, he's because we because the mountain man and I was the last two on the mountain coming down. Wow. Mm-hmm. The last two. So he said he could see us coming down and then we'd have more whiteout conditions. And he was like, oh, my God, they're dead. And then he was like, oh, my God, what if they walk past me and I didn't see them? And so all these horrible things just jump into your head, and especially as a mother. I was like, my child, my, where is my child? You know, did he get lost? Yeah. And and there was no trail when we got to him. There was no trail. Wow. It was gone. But Mountain Man, if it was just me and my son, we, we wouldn't have known you guys where to are go dead. or what to do. You yes. guys are dead. You guys and are climbing Mount point, Everest. At one, and that's what it felt like. Like, it was, you know, the movie, Mount, uh, that's how we felt. Because it was cold. <laughs> it was miserable. You're up to your knees in snow and just, I mean, wet. And like I said, it took everything I had. I'm like, I don't care if you take three steps. I do not care if it takes you three steps every minute to get there that's what you're gonna you're not turning around this is not gonna happen you are not gonna make go back down and then let it defeat you no on your birthday you're gonna let this mountain defeat you I, now will yeah. i ever do it again no yeah. i will never do a 14 or this no go See, again in september <laughs> yeah that's it you gotta you gotta go when there's not a lot of snow we we did we, none and at one point when we man and I coming down the mountain I heard snowmobiles and I was like they're coming for us oh my god they, they knew they know we're the last ones in whiteout conditions and they're coming for us never saw them. never hmm. saw them yeah when I saw so the pictures we... I saw the pictures of the snow I'm like this chick is crazy <laughs> and then I was like wow there's still snow there's like tons of snow up on the mountains and I mean yeah I could see it when I'm you know driving west but I'm like Wow, this is crazy as me. You know what's crazy is when you see two the last two feet of a tree, and that is it. The rest of it is snow. Yeah. Oh. Two feet. Uh, we saw we had treetops. We were passing treetops as we were walking, and that's probably what 20, 25 feet of snow we were walking on top of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't I, know why you want to do that though. I describe it as a beautiful nightmare because it was like you freaking did it you freaking did it i did the hardest thing i've ever done in my life physically and i'll do another one in september for my son's birthday but of course there's not going to be any snow so i'll that do it help. again just never never well we did it before september a year and a half ago and there was no snow so it was cool. We were like, "Oh man, this is awesome!" And uh, but you know what? I was less sore this time. I don't know how. So I the snow, probably walk. this all the all the snow keeps and you I cool. Felt, like I said, I I fell down so many. I was dragging my poles the last quarter mile. Like I just looked like uh, like you're you're. I quits. I quits. <laughs> I quits. I quits. It sounds like you was sounds like you was dragging ass. Oh, I, my son was like, mom, you are drama, like drama, <laughs> because I, I would fall, I'd be like, ah, and you just, ah, just the whole time, ah. <laughs> Tell him I love him, tell his sister I love her, oh, I'll be okay, don't worry about me. 
I have I'm... never been so dramatic on a hike in my life, but that was save yourself. Yeah, it was one of those. Go without me. Yeah, without I'll be okay. But that, but that was my birthday, and you I need to save yourself. <laughs> hey, you know what? Now let me let me tell you about what happened to me this weekend. So, uh oh, we go play golf, and uh, first hole I get a par, second hole I get a birdie, and I'm thinking, damn, I'm about to have a great day. And then all of a sudden we get light rain and some wind and it started messing with my head. And then the next four or five holes, I'm just like totally just all over the place, losing balls, just horrible. So I get it back. I par nine, par 10, par 11. I think I par 12. And then I went back to sugar the shit. But then I had to cut it short and go to the Padre game. So it was me, my sister, and my brother-in-law. We go... I'm at Coors Field. I'm, buy, I'm about to buy tickets. And this lady comes up to my sister and is like, how many people in your group? She's like, three. Bam. Hands my sister three tickets. Ooh. Love. This is sweet. Save me 120 bucks. I'm like, oh, heck yeah. So we get in. I buy the lady a beer. She's like, no, no. I'm like, hey, the least I could do is buy you a beer because I was about to buy some better tickets than what you gave me. But I appreciate it. So, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> So we, we get down, get to our seats. We're in right field, right above the wall. And I'm like, man, we have a good opportunity to catch a home run. And you know me, I can't see. So basically all night, all these hits are going through. I have no idea where the damn ball is going. I probably saw like three balls off the bat. So my Padres are winning. It's three to two in the bottom of the eighth inning. Charlie Blackman comes up. And he hits a ball right at us. Everybody stands up. So I couldn't see the ball. So I stand up too because I don't, you know, I, I got to try to protect myself. And I'm looking in the sky and I don't see nothing. I'm like, okay, where the hell is this ball? Because everyone's standing up like it's coming towards us. So mm -hmm. I, I, I got to see this ball. And then after a few seconds, I finally see the ball and it's about 10 feet away from me and it is headed right towards me i'm like oh my god i got a chance to catch a home run oh my god and it just soared over my head like a plane and i turned around and it landed two seats or two rows behind me oh. directly over my head you could have had charlie Bless. oh man you didn't want to do a double back backflip to i had no time <laughs> because I, I, I couldn't see, so I couldn't see initially the ball. So, you know, it took me, you know, by the time I finally had a, a location on the ball, it was too late for me to move. Oh, oh my man, God, I, I could have been hurt. I, Those things right. hurt. That thing could have hit me in the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Broken nose right. or something. And my sister's like, bruise, yeah, she's looking and she's like, I jumped up because everybody else jumped up. I'm like, I jumped up because your husband jumped up and, yeah. <laughs> and everybody else. And I, you know, I didn't want to be behind somebody and have the ball just come and hit me in the head. Uh, oh, you'd have been on TV. Yeah, oh, stretcher. oh, man, ESPN, bloopers, not so, <laughs> not so great. Top 10. Look at this guy right here. Boom, ball just right, well, off, the, right off the noodle. Free tickets. Damn. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Right. Yeah, uh, I, she, I guess I, that's why I thought you were in Cali. Oh, no. Yeah, we were. Cause, I'm, I'm at cause I didn't know where the game was. So I, I was like, oh, maybe. Because I thought you were talking about going to Cali. I was like, oh, man, maybe he went already. No. So, 
That's so why I thought she, you were there with your family. She was from San Diego, and uh, she lives in Denver now. And she was saying that her company buys season ticket has a season ticket package. So whenever the uh-huh. Padres come to town, she usually grabs the tickets. And I'm like, oh uh-huh. man, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad that, at that. that. Did you get her? Did you get her digits? <clears throat> no. Because you wouldn't want to know. I didn't. You know what? Here and and here's the thing. I I blew it because we had. She sat on the aisle and we, my sister, my brother-in-law and I, we sat in our, our assigned seats according to the tickets that we had. And I'm thinking, uh-huh. I didn't think about this till after the game. I'm like, my brother-in-law's married. Why was he sitting next to her? I should have been sitting next to her. <laughs> Duh. Well, I, Duh. Why wasn't he? Okay. Okay. Why wasn't he thinking of you? Now I'm mad. Now he why doesn't have to, he like, oh. that's not his job. It's, just, he, it's not a job to think about joking. me. Yeah. I'm like, but I, I, you know, we're leaving and I'm like, wait a minute. I should have been sitting next to her. And oh my God. Yeah. Blew that one. You come sit over here. I'm going to sit there or give him the look, you know, like, you don't get your ass over here. Please. I'm but I, I didn't know. See, I should have let them walk down to the seats first. And then when we saw where she was sitting, I could have said, hey, yeah, look at you. y'all sitting next to each other. Y'all married. Scoot down. Bam. I didn't sit next to her. Oosh. Right. But How old if, is she? Oh, I'd say. Oh, that's oh, a good question. Late, a woman. late 20s, early 30s. Oh, damn. She's young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was in the ballpark. However, so I could test her theory because when next month, my sister and I, we're going to go see, uh, we're going to the Prince tribute for the twins on the 14th, which is a Friday, and we get back Saturday morning. So I'm going to go to the Rockies game that that following night, and I'm just going to happen to walk around to where we were sitting, and maybe I see her. Hey, remember you? Oh, yeah, hey, blah, 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 hey. bam. <laughs> You know, you know what I saw this morning? Signs of burnout. Oh, I've seen signs of burnout. You see that yeah, every morning. I was going to say something, because we used to talk about bone on bone. Yeah. But I remember laughing so hard the first time I heard you say that. <laughs> bone on bone. That's what it is. Bone on bone. And how sometimes we're, we're all, we are our own... And I know you've seen. I know you've seen it a lot. I've seen it a lot where people just settle. They're just well. This is where I'm at. You know, I've been here six yep. years, so I might as well just keep going. And and I'm not. And I'm not. And you know, it's always these things that you know. Well, you asked for this, right? Yep. This is what you wanted. You asked for it. So um, so anyway, they had this thing about burnout, and and it's not just. I mean, we're talking thirty years of of working. Um, how, um, if you're in the parking lot crying, <laughs> yeah, that's a sign. I don't know if you've ever experienced somebody crying about when they get to the parking lot or throwing up or just, you know, well, maybe if I fall down and hit my head, I won't have to go back. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and. It's that whole thing of, but this is what you said yes to. 
And it's the same thing with a person. But it's just the universe gives you signs and then you either do something to change it or you, and I I can't help. I, I can't settle. I can't settle for a relationship. I can't settle for, you know, if I'm not happy where I'm working, I settle boss. I can't. Right. Being overweight. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't go, well, I'm in my forties and this is just, no, no, there has to be a different way to do this but you know what it takes work and i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm not saying i have a solution i'm not saying i'm not saying anything other than if you really want something you'll do something about it yeah and that yeah i mean it goes it goes back to change you know i mean and you know you when you when they talk about you know you can't make someone change you know they're they have to they have to want to change and, you know, that, that whole process is, is something that, you know, you eventually you get to a point where you're like, damn, I am tired. I am literally tired of this. And you then decide to make changes and do things differently. Um, but, you know, I mean, uh, it, the, the flip side to that is what's funny is, you know, the, the cliche, right? Um, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting the same result or a different result. And Mm -hmm. people do that all the time. If you can't find somebody, you know, significant other, then, you know, it's like, do you realize that you keep going out with the same kind of guys or you keep meeting girls at the same place and you expect them to be different, but they're not. Do you think that's ego? No, it's it's just you 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 know, know what some 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 chicks like the you know the bad boy the the dude that you know parks in the in the little parking lot and the old lady's like hey you can't park this shut up old lady I'm parking where I park I'm gangster this is how I roll um, and yeah. then the guys you know they they like the chicks that you know got tits and ass hanging out and they they jiggle and got the wiggle and and all this other stuff that other guys you know, are, are attracted to that lady too. And they're, and they're trying to get at her and, you know, it, but ultimately that guy's insecurities pop up, you know, I don't think you, you should cover up cause you showed too much. And it's like, dude, that's the woman you met. That's who she is. So you can't change her. And the same thing about jobs. It's, you know, people go into work. A lot of people go into work, bust their ass and, and prove their value to the company, but the company doesn't see them for anything other than what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wow. But then the, the, the people who shouldn't be promoted and have no confidence and have no idea what they're doing, they continue to get promoted. And they're like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. And it's like, we, we know that, but yet those are the people <laughs> that get promoted. And then, you know, the, the the you know and that's when the burnout starts to happen because it's like dude I, I i i i'm doing the same thing i'm tired i i'm i need a challenge i need to be you know challenged i need you know some stimulation in this position but all i'm doing is just spinning this wheel and and that's the same thing in relationships you know you just come home babe and you go into your comfy clothes you pour you a glass of wine, you sit there and you watch uh, Sons of Anarchy, reruns, 
all night, all day. I need to do something else. I need to get out the house every once in a while. Nope, this is what you want to do. And, you know, they're just spinning the wheels, spinning the wheels, and, and people get tired of it. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. But, but it, you know... I, I, I live by this sometimes. Well, okay, well, most times. When I, when, I, when I feel self-defeated or things just aren't right, wherever you are, you put yourself there. Always. You got yourself there, you can get yourself out. And there's a lot of things that, because uh, you know how some people are, they're extremists. Well, I didn't ask for this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you really think about it, you yeah, did. you did. You mm-hmm. settled for him. You settled for that job. You settled for the body that you have. You have you have to earn everything that you want, but you have to make it clear what do you want. And it's never too late to change that because you have people that will bitch and complain and blame, but they never do anything to help themselves. You know why? Because it takes work and they right. don't want to do it. No. And I'm like, you earn the job you have, the body you have, the partner you have, the relationships you have, you know, with your family, your friends, you are responsible for that. Not we, really, we really, we really don't like change. We, we no, love we talking about change. Responsibility. We don't accept responsibility. Oh, never, never. That ain't my kid. Because that, my means kid didn't have, do that. That, that means you'd have to do something about it. Right. I'm, oh, I, I know, with myself, I was tired of being lazy about it and unknowledgeable because, you know, I was overweight for a long time and just pretended, you know, everything's fine. You ever seen that meme with the dog sitting at the kitchen table and everything's on fire? It's fine. It's <laughs> right. fine. I can't breathe. I have to hold my breath when I tie my shoes. You know, I can't do this. I can't find that. I can't, I can't, I can't. And it's like, meanwhile, I'm shoveling shit down my throat and not understanding. With my help. (laughs) It's like that with everything, with your relationships, your job, your, your health, you, and there's, and like I said, there's extremists out there. I didn't ask for cancer. No, I'm not saying you asked for cancer. I'm saying that 98% right special even circumstances you... there's things beyond your control but most of it is on you well i mean and, and most people want to be the victim you know there, there's there's a benefit to them for being a victim because they're not being held accountable right oh it's not your fault that that your boyfriend is a dick and he won't let you yeah it is break the fuck up with him right no, if, if he right again and you know but you're it, already it, alone. Yeah. You know, it, it but we don't we don't we say we want change, but nobody wants to change. And I think it's a lot of it's two things change and fear. You put those two things together, that'll just make you sit there and cry and never try to get out of it. You know At what? some point you have to be responsible for your own life. I think the second part is right. We know how to change. We, we know what change is. We know what change is. We know what we need to do. But, you know, does that guy want to sit there and, and take a chance of running into his crush out, you know, at, at, at a restaurant with another dude? Eh, dude, you got to take that chance because she's not giving you that chance. You just got to suck it up. 
And and if she says no, she's it's not. And I have learned it is not the end of the world if somebody she, tells you no, whether it be a you know a potential new girlfriend or hey, is this on sale? I mean, something as little as that. If you ask, what is that saying about you know the answer is always no if you don't ask. Yeah, and they could be doing you a favor because sometimes the things that you think you want and you can't live without, you don't get it, and then something better comes along. Oh man, I wanted to get this new car and and I was gonna be, you know, and then you know, something happens where a friend gives you a slightly used car at, at a fraction of the cost, and it's like, wow, instead of having this huge uh monthly payment, I've you know, this car is pretty much paid off or you know, whatever. And and you're like, damn, I could have been stuck with you know seven years of, of car payments. Yep. Yep. And being okay with whatever happens, I think that's another thing that came with comes with age. Um, and I'm talking for myself that I've really come to terms with um, accepting the word no or something go, doesn't go the way I want it to. Okay. Like, I'm really okay. I may be disappointed. I mean, I have feelings right. for goodness sakes. Yeah. But right. I don't. I don't make it the end of the world like I used to. The drama of, that's all I really wanted. And, oh, and it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever, you know, moving on. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot easier for me to move on from things instead of everything is devastation. Everything is why me. Everything is, you know, what I really want I can never get. And I'm just like, oh, my God, shit. Up. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? And that, that's from being young. You know, it's devastating when a, a, a guy tells you, you know, I'm breaking up with you, you know, and it's like, God damn it, mother, I, I put off this for you. You know, it's like, well, that was choice. Nobody yeah. told you to do that. The only, the only person yeah. that I used to, my mother was the only person that would drive me crazy when she said no. Everyone else, it was just like, okay, cool, you know, and, and just, you just move on and process it. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm with you. You know, you just I mean when when the answer's no. Um I'm not saying, you know, that you you can't continue to try. You know, there's nothing wrong with being persistent and back in my day, I mean, when I used to chase chicks, I mean, I I had some of them tell me, "Dude, I I hated you when you first when I first met you." And um I I just I just warmed down. But, you know, I know society now is different though because you know, dudes get mad when they ask a girl out, you know, random girl in the street, go to a bar or whatever. Hey, hey, honey, what's up? You looking good. Hey, can I get your phone number? Nope. I, I'm I'm not interested. Well, fuck you, bitch. You ain't shit anyway. You know, and it's like, dude, that's that's uncalled for, you know, because she she just as you chose to kind of talk to her. She has that same option. She has that same choice as to whether or not she wants to roll with you. And and there are times in life when, you know, her interests aren't going to line up with your interests, um, you know. And you get you see it at work, you know. When when you know people don't get get the position that they were looking for, the promotion, they get pissed. Oh man, that's so stupid. This is this is fucking bullshit. This is all rigged. And it's like, dude, there's only one job, and there's forty people that apply for it. So thirty nine people aren't going to be happy. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it just right. It, it's hard to beef up their right. resume now. If you find out that the reason you didn't get it was because you were black or because your religion or because of your sexual orientation, then I understand you having issues with the decision. But then guess what that tells you? You need to get your ass out of there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it, it, going back to the whole when a guy asks a girl out and she says no and he has a hissy fit, to me that says, this is just you're saying no. Could you imagine if you got involved with this person and he didn't get his way? Oh, What's going to happen to you? Right. Hey, that. This is that. This is how he handles the word no. Like th- you definitely, it's a good thing you said no. Yeah. yeah. There are people who can't handle it. They turn into, I mean, demons. They're just you know, and I'm just like, this is not the end of the world. It's not. What is wrong with you? It's not. Well, you know, what is going? Lust, what is going to happen later on? Lust is you know is a very powerful emotion. Lust. Well, and, well and, and what if you did say yes, and six months down the road, he decides he doesn't want to be with you anymore and just treats you like trash? I, I don't right. know. I guess yeah. it's, it's complicated, but it's not. I look to see how people, how do they handle um, disagreements with other people? How do they handle the word no? Like those are, the, or how do you handle, you know, a, how did they handle their ex-wife or an ex-friend or... I look to see how they handle those types of things because that tells me a lot about you. I look. I don't. See, I don't. I don't want to be friends with somebody that does that. To me, it's two things. How do you treat people that society says are lower than you, and how do you treat people when it's an honest mistake? How do you react when it's an honest re- mistake? Yes, I like that. Yes, I used to date a lady that whenever we went out, it was I, I would say 50 50 that she would send the food back because of temperature, this, that, whatever. And it used to bother me because it's like, um, it, this is petty, it, it's petty shit, you know. Um, I used to get a kick out of reading like concert writers and basically the the little document that says, you know, for, for this uh, artist, you got to have M&Ms and and sodas and water and beer. And and they, I mean, they get really down into the minutia of you've had stars where, you know, they can only eat green Skittles and they want a big, big ass bowl of just green Skittles, which means someone had to buy a couple big ass bags of Skittles and go through and pick out all the green ones. Or um, and that's petty. And and that that is. And then you know they. It's petty. I yeah. want water that's from the French Alps, and it's like, look, listen, your ghetto ass used to drink freaking uh, tap water. Tap water, yeah. I mean, I I get it. We all have our preferences, and and you know, in in life, and hey, I I, I get that, but to the level and the extent that those writers got just like really drilled down into the minutia it was just comical how you know like dude really you gotta this is what you really are this is the type of person that you really are um if i make if i'm dating someone and i make her uh a a card and put some little coupons in it that i made personally and she goes it's not gonna work you know, because I'm not going to, I, I, I am not a cheap person. However, I'm not going to go broke making a woman happy. Happy. No, you're right. You're right. And that's part of accepting somebody. Uh, you, you get, you get treated to what you say yes to. Yep. If that makes any sense. 
people you you teach people and it took me a long time to but but i was nice to them but i did this and i did that and okay but that doesn't mean they're going to be nice back to you yep it doesn't work like that it's never worked like that be who you're going to and and the whole it's not my job it's not my job to 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 know what you think of or how you think of me that's not it's none of my business what you think of me what is my business of what is what i think of myself well, that's and it important. took me forever that's to figure that out yeah that's the most and important I didn't, thing i didn't get it for decades and decades because i wanted people to like me and it's like but i bend over backwards especially at work when you bend over backwards for people and they just don't appreciate it whatsoever and it's like okay, but I've done everything above and beyond and, and, and I'm not special. I'm still a number, Yeah, you know, and that's just the way it is. And, you know, you either accept it or you don't. And that's when I would be like, okay, it's time for me to go. And that's okay well, too. I mean, It's okay to understand you don't fit in this culture. You don't fit in this vibe of this officer, wherever you're working. It's okay to not fit in. That is a human emotion. You are built with things to equip you with if you belong here or not. And a lot of us ignore all those symptoms of you want to vomit, you have headaches, you're always sick. And it's like, because you don't belong here, we ignore it and say, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is okay to say it's not fine. I'm not happy here. I have got to find a way out. I, boss, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I think. Or that I appreciate my time here, but I don't think. Well, you know, we're ultimately, I look at it like this. We're all numbers. You know, however, you know, you can break us out by um, age, race, religion, beliefs, sexual orientation. I mean, we're, we're all numbers, ultimately. But the key is finding those people in those organizations that don't treat you like a number. And it's, I, I can tell you from personal experience right now, it feels good. Yeah. I mean, because when I... It feels good. When I go out into the world, everybody around me, you're a number. I don't know. If, if I don't know who you are, you're a number. I have no idea who right. you are. And, you know, parking lot Patty, as soon as she you know, starts asking the waitress about my car and where I'm parked. Oh, you're, you're one of those people. Um, and you know, that, that's just kind of how I look at things. You, we're all numbers, but the key is to find the people in the organizations that don't treat you like a number. And that's, you yeah, know, and that, and that's built by, kinda, that's built right. by, and that's talking to, I mean, that was kind of connecting to what you were talking about. Um, you know, sometimes you realize that you got to go because I'm I'm just a number here. I'm just a number. That's it. You don't see my value. You don't see all the great things I do. You don't, you know, and you damn sure don't see all the awesome things that I do. You just see, you come in, you know, boss, you come in every day and you never have issues with how my group is running. But you don't put forth any effort to kind of, Give me more exposure, give me a promotion, give me more money because I'm doing everything that you need and you're looking good. And when you meet with your bosses and your boss is like, hey, man, that that little those, you know, that little group that that that, you know, what's the name is rolling and controlling, man. Oh, yeah, man, this guy, 
he's a solid performer. And, you know, I, I, that person gets nothing out of that. <clears throat> you know what that's telling you? You're a number. Yeah, You're it's, a it does, it's not a very good feeling. It's not a very good no. feeling. And at the end of the day, I get, I, I, I understand we're here to make money. You are here to work. I get that part. I get, and it's like, well, no, you don't, because you're bitching about, it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but we're still people. We're the, we're still people. Well, and I think that the, the human element in bigger places is missing. I wouldn't say all of them, but you know, I mean, it, again, it, but it. It starts with um, the managers and the supervisors. You know, is, is this manager trying to develop his people? You know, hey, I don't want you guys to be here for three years. I'm going to show you guys the stuff that I know, or I'm going to show you, you know, whatever you want to do. Hey, I'm going to give you an opportunity to spend 30 minutes every, you know, every, you know, once a month maybe and go hang out with a different department and kind of shadow them and see if that's something that you want to do. Um, because ultimately, um, you know, you want people to progress and it's not that 2.5% yes. raise where, okay, here, here's a, here's a couple of nickels, which I mean, is, is great because it's more money than, that, than, than you had before. But at the end of the day, are you truly making your business and your group better by holding people back? And they hold people back because guess what? They're used to you performing at a high level and making them look good. They don't want to change and you go somewhere else. Now they got to bring someone else in. Right. I, I, she, and I, hope. I love Raquel because she makes, she makes my eggs. Well, I love him. I like it. Yeah, dude. But you know, she's all, you know, got you all stressed out coming out, coming home at all, all hours of the day. I know, man, but she, she know how, she know how I like my eggs and stuff. And, and she's always home to make my eggs, whatever, you know, but before you we got, get out of here, and you know, I have to respect that, especially and in fact, today when the hippie and I were running around, I was like, oh, I got to see if boss is going to be ready for tonight. And he's like, boss. And I, and I, he's like, he's like, what in his head, yeah. I can see him thinking like, who is she talking about? And I said, I said, the first time I called him boss, he wasn't happy about that. And I said, then, and then I, and then I called him boss for three and a half years. I said, morning boss, eight o'clock every single day, morning boss, yep. you know? And I said, that's just, I, I don't care. That's the way I get a roll. He knows his name is boss to me. That's, that's his name. I don't care what boss I have today, tomorrow, next year. I don't care. His name is boss, you know? And, and, and the hippie was just like, oh, okay. Cause he thought, he thought with my new, my new, new boss, you know, he was yeah. like, what are you doing with your new new boss tonight? You know, and I'm like, no, I'm talking about that boss. And he was like, oh, and I and, I, and I'm just like, you never picked up on this. I'm, I'm calling boss. That's like that's a rapport. You just started this job. That's and, a and, damn rapport. Three and a half years. I have never had that with anybody before. Three and a half years of saying morning, boss. Yeah, that's a long time to be sitting in the same spot doing the same thing. Saying hello to the same person. Yeah. I, you know, and that is, that's super burnout. That is, and you did everything you could to give me the wings that I needed. It's just, I couldn't get the wings to, to be well, no, there. You, you just had to go. So I had to, I had to go, go. And it wasn't within the company. I, and then even that, I was like, oh, Lord, I, I can't, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. I cannot do this for the next 25 years. I was grateful for a job. <laughs>
But I was like, I didn't settle for a relationship with a man. I am not going to settle for a job. No. Mm-mm. No. So I only applied to certain places instead of being desperate. Like, I don't care where I go. I got to get out of here. I applied to the places that interested me and the things I went to school for. And I applied Thursday. I got an email on Friday. I got a call on Monday. I had an interview that Wednesday. And that afternoon, I had a new job within a week. And I feel I go to I go to work whistling like woohoo! Let's I know, go. Yeah, you, you got that new one. I was like, damn, that was quick. I. I and like I said, it's it, it it's not that I'm dogging on all the places I used to work. It's just I wasn't a good fit. Your body tells you, and I just couldn't ignore it anymore. I couldn't. I was like, this is not the way life should be. True. I shouldn't hate what I do. I should at least like it a little bit, you know. Yeah. But there, you're there to work. That's what they hire you to do. But if it has nothing to do with what you want to do, that's your fault. That was my fault. That was yeah. my fault. But I got to keep a roof over my head. That's the yeah. part that you start telling yourself. You're like, you can't be without a job. Well, well, I mean, but, you know, sometimes these things take, take time. And, you know, you never know. It's, you know, the, the song and dance, right? The company, when you come in, oh, my God, this is a great place. We share ideas. <laughs> and, then, and, and you know, and we're lying, too. You know, hey, I'm, I'm this and that. And. And then you get in and, you know, first day you're like, hey, man, you know what? I'm looking. We should do this. Nope. We already tried that two years ago. Didn't work. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> just get back to work. Right. Hey, well, uh, Marsha. Marsha doesn't like uh, people that wear blue shirts. OK. <laughs> I couldn't lie. I had to I had to tell the boss I had at the time, my manager, I, I told her, I said, I have an interview Wednesday morning. And she was like, oh. And I, I, and I told him that in the interview, I was like, look, I told, I told my boss, I said, I, I have an interview this morning and I'm going. And they were like, oh, so I mean, I, I, I was more real than I have ever been in my yeah. interview. Cause and you know, it's like, it's like dating, right? You want to put your best foot forward. That's and what I, they need to hear. And you're basically telling them, look, bitches, you about to get me fired. So you better give me this goddamn job. How about that? <laughs> you know, they want to. Hey, can you come in like three or four times? Like, dude, I got a goddamn job. How many? <laughs> uh, why? How? How am I? I mean, when they, when I, people want miracles, no. Yeah, that's that's usually. But before we get out of here, there's two things that I, I wanted to bring up, okay. and then we got going. One, I'm tired of this royal baby shit. I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't care about Meghan Markle and her family drama. I don't care. Because guess what? If we cared about the royalty, then they would be the king and queens of us. We kicked their ass saying, we don't care about the king. So I don't care about that stuff. Uh, I'm getting America alerts. was founded on getting away from kings and queens. Right. And we're sitting here, oh my God, they're so cute, the baby. Man, get your ass out of here. I don't even care. Those guys... I mean, for the last, what, 300 years, 200 years, 400 years, they have they have no power, but yet they're like some of the richest people in England. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all, y'all got to get a job, man. Fuck <laughs> that. And number two, this damn game, uh, um, Game of Thrones. 
there's something wrong with society because yesterday I got a text from one of my more reliable news sources and they, they're talking about this TV show. And I'm like, dude, this is not news. This is a TV show. This is inner freaking payment. Not breaking news. Not, it's a TV show. I'm sorry. They've been doing Everyone this for be- years now, though. Right. They have made but- entertainment into, in, I don't know how it started, but entertainment is now news. Yeah. I mean, Walking Dead, it used to be the, the, the same thing. And it's, it's freaking society because we are, you know, everybody is so passionate. It's a goddamn TV show, man. Get your, I mean, granted, I used to love watching The Simpsons and I used to have rules and regulations about that when, when The Simpsons first came out. I was, what, 19 or 20 and a chick called me during The Simpsons. Oh, she's getting lit up. Do you know what time it is? You know what My I'm doing right now? Why the hell are you on. calling me? I'm sorry. Okay. Bam, you hang up. Not. Heck yeah. You know what time it is? Do you know what I'm doing right now? The Simpsons? Yes, I'm watching. Oh, you must be and watching you're talking The Simpsons. About Game of Th- I can't help it. I'm emotionally invested in this show. I got one more episode. And yes. Mm, I love this yeah. Show. I, love this show. I so I I get I get where it come from. However, that was almost, you know, 20 years ago. And I realize it's a TV show. You it don't have any TV show today. Show. You don't have any shows you watch today. Nope. Not a I try. I tried to get into the wire. I got to like little more than little past season three. But I, I, I don't, I, I don't, it just, even if I did, I mean, I, if I watch it, I watch it. If not, I mean, shit, you can watch it on an app. You can, I mean, you can pretty much watch it whenever and wherever you want to watch it. So it, it's yeah, not. Yeah, but if you try to. Means and people's beans and they're like, <gasps> did you see what happened right. to you? And you're like, no. Right. right. Anybody giving a spoiler, I'm kicking off my Facebook page. You can't send me a spoiler on a Game of Thrones. Like. Really? 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 Oh my people god! People are saying that. Movies, yeah, movies and all that. Like, really, people, just calm your asses the fuck you down. You can unfriend me. You can unfriend me if you spoil it. Right now, I mean, like I said, if we had Facebook in 1991, I probably would have unfriended a whole bunch of chicks for calling me during the Simpsons. Like, bitch, uh-huh. I told you I'm watching the fucking Simpsons. What time is it? You know what time the Simpsons come on. You know what I like? There's no proof. There's no proof. No proof of anything I did when I was in my twenties or in my thirties. Nobody can prove shit. Well, I there, love that. There's some proof. It's very limited, and it's very fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures aren't crisp. The video is a little fuzzy, and you might not have a VHS to play it on. So, in that respect, for the most part, ninety-nine percent of the stuff we did is is safe there is some one percent but yeah today yeah it's it's going to be interesting in another 20 years when these these youngsters start having kids and there's video of mommy bopping dudes left and right right dudes just like just arm (laughs) all up in her butt oh (laughs) Just eating ass, eating gro- eating ass like groceries. 
my, that's my grandma. Look at my grandma. Oh, right. Lord. Right. Oh. We, so we're safe. We're safe. I'm okay with that. We are. These we kids are. Today, they know you. They've been warned. There's been commercials. You know, they show it all over the school. Whatever you put on social media, he's going to know about it. And you can't be mad about it. It's like they say, you can't just say nothing's wrong. We're on season six, episode seven of what's going on. Right. Right. Don't drop off the face of the earth now. We need yeah, to know what don't, happens. Don't dry snitch. Yeah, we, we want to know about, about all your baby daddy's uh, issues. All your bullshit. We're right. See? Invested emotionally, it's in real life too. We're emotionally invested, not just TV we, shows, but what people put out there, right? Yeah. They got the popcorn eating the popcorn, you know. Ooh, what's gonna go down here? Uh, you know what? Not me. I, 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 I have a couple friends that have uh, just uh, they have bad luck at everything in life, so I, I just try to scroll, scroll past the shit and hope that they can like post something positive so I can like it. Or figure it out. Yeah, they're not gonna figure it out. It, you're not. You're not. You. I mean, we are. We are who we are. You know, if if you like uh, strippers, then you know, your your women problems are always gonna be based around the fact that the woman was a stripper, and Ooh. that's just that's how it is. Yeah, you like guys Roll that got other. Right. It's it's that's just what you like and that's that's your that's your Achilles heel and your weakness. Your weakness is going to be your demise. And you can change that. You can't tell me. You can't change you can change it, but you have to actually be aware of it. Well, I mean some but again, if if you enjoy being the victim, right? Yeah. You enjoy being the victim, you just you never learn your lesson. You're constantly the victim and everyone is is kowtowing and helping you out but then eventually you know all that support dries up and then you're forced to make changes but you know it, it, it is what See, that's it what is, rock but... bottom is all about though that rock bottom rock bottom you got no you got no friends you got no family you got you got nothing can you, you smell what the rock you? bottom is cooking <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep and i've hit rock bottom a couple times in my life oh i have too and just it was when a blessing. you think you take a step ahead, you go right back down. But you know what? Like they say, you get knocked down seven, you get up eight. Well, that's yeah, the way. Some, I mean, the thing is, when you hit rock bottom, that's supposed to be a lesson. That's supposed to be a, a huge lesson um, to yeah. you as a person. And some people, um, you know, it's that temporary, oh, my God, if I get out of this, you know, God, oh, man, you let me, let me get this girl. Let me get this dude. Let me get this job. I learned my lesson. I ain't going to do it again. Then you get there and then you do it again. And then you got to hit rock bottom again. Uh, some people, they hit rock bottom. And, um, you know, I've been there and I, I looked at it, you know, and I'm like, dude, I can't possibly go any lower than this. Right. Nowhere to go but up. And that is um, a very uh, good feeling because no matter what happens, the only thing worse than where I was at was death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to die. So any, any, you know, anything else, it, it can't be worse. Because I, I know I wasn't going to jail. I wasn't going to do anything to put myself in jail. I wasn't going to do, do anything that, that put my life or, or, you know, whatever in jeopardy. So mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, if I could just hold on and, and wait for a better day, 
And that better day came when, you know, I decided to, to leave California. But, uh, you know, it, it, you know, some people get the message and some people, you know, they, they got to crash a couple Corvettes before they, you know, realize that, hey, maybe I shouldn't drive like an asshole and, and mash the pedal every time the light turns green, you know. Maybe I should drive a little slower in the snow, right. No, it's the Anyways. snow's fault. It's the snow's right. fault. It's my fault. Uh, okay. Right. It's the snow's fault. Whatever. Right. Hey, well, thanks what? for joining me again. Absolutely. What is this, episode six? Yep, this is six. We, we just keep cranking them out. We're going to keep God, cranking them out. Dang, we keep doing an hour every time. Over an hour. Just like that. Hey, that's, that's easy when you got good company. And you got good stuff to talk Aww. about. Somebody's gonna pick us up. Somebody's gonna pick us up, boss. Someone's gonna. Somebody we gonna need. We up. just. We're gonna get thousands of people that are gonna listen to this and say, "Damn, this is an entertainment right here." This guy yeah, and this gal is funny. I don't know who Django. Which one is Jingo and which one is Django? <laughs> but they are funny. Well, we'll do it again right. next week because that's what we do. Yes. See you next week, Jingo and Django signing off. Peace. Adios. Ha, <laughs>